what you need to know about good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, what you need to know is that Mark Davis has an agreement with Tom Brady, guys. His Sorry, business partner after Brady bought an ownership stake in the WNBA's Las Vegas Aces. Yes. And we just dropped. We did? Woo, we dropped. Really? I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. No, now we're back. We're back. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. So Tom Brady. So as I was saying, Tom Brady, um, he bought a ownership stake in the WNBA's Las Vegas Aces. Davis and the Aces made the announcement just about an hour and a half ago. Uh, It's not Brady's first dive into the ownership side of sports because, as we recently discussed, he's also one of several prominent athletes to buy a stake in a professional pickleball team back in October. And that team's going to play later in 2023. You know, um, one of the gentlemen who was at our pickleball tournament this past weekend is here, and he was just telling me that LeBron James's professional pickleball team is playing Drew Brees' professional pickleball team this weekend. So Brady's into pickleball, and now Brady is into a WNBA team in Vegas. Yep. And did you say that Mark Davis, it's Davis's Aces. Yep. Davis Aces. Yeah, Mark Davis yep. is the owner of the Las Vegas Aces. Yep. How's that? How's that possible? What do you mean that's possible? He's bought the team a while back. How's that possible? Maybe... He, he doesn't money. have a lot of faith in Jimmy G, and he's trying to, like, cozy um, up to the him. The WNBA team valuations are, are – he, he's got money for that. Yeah? Yeah. Come on. They're not that expensive. It's not like an NBA team. Right. Yeah, I didn't think so, but <laughs> – Yeah. By the way, food here? Out of control. But I'm – but So I'm I had – I picked at the Glizzy. Okay, and? It was delicious. Dude. I had a little pork belly. Cheesesteaks. I'm eating cheesesteaks, but no bread. Yeah, me too. God, it feels so much better. I haven't eaten any bread yet. feels so much better not have bread. Yeah. And it's hard. Bread is good. Because, I mean, it looks so good, and it's got that cheesesteak, and it's like soft, the bread. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So good. Yeah. All right, that is what you need to know. All right. So, Cappy. Yes, sir. This morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Oh, here's that uh, delicious uh, shake. Wow. There's a little bit of it. I'll have a couple sips. Um, I don't want any near me because I'll, I'll, I'll eat it. it. And I'll eat the whole thing. Oh, I already had a whole milk I will have earlier. the whole thing. I am good. Like, I would eat this Very whole thick. glizzy right here. This 3,000-calorie glizzy, I'd eat that whole thing. Pork belly all over it. Green sauce, white sauce, jalapenos. I'd take that big old glizzy down. It's good. The milkshake is good. I, um, think I just so. had a couple sips. Cappy, next time we we're here when you're not on a diet, because, yeah. you know, you kind of go back and forth with it, we should have, like, a glizzy eating contest. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. The gliz off. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea. I like the name. Who can take down one of these big old things? Yeah. <laughs> you could, clearly. I think so. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah, Jay Will. So, Jay Will this morning. So, everyone's talking about uh, – let's talk about the game a little bit. So, Austin Reeves was incredible. Anthony Davis, second half. You saw the AD you yep, want to see. That's it. Mark Jackson, as we were talking about during crosstalk, was like in the first half going, I need to see more AD. AD needs to get more involved. AD needs to do more. And then in that second half, he went bonkers. Now, yeah. I talked to AD after the game, and he was like, he just said, listen, I got to do what the team needs. The team needed me. I needed to go in there and make things happen. Now we got more food. We got oh, more meats. Man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's those steaks. Oh, my oh, God. Bro. Tomahawk steaks. Bro. Tomahawk steaks. Take pictures of that stuff. Chef Ruben, are you for real right now? Are you serious? Yeah. Tomahawk steaks all chopped. Oh, my God. And then there's God. their, like, ribs over here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What is this, Chef Ruben? Probably we give Chef Ruben a headset so that people can yeah, hear. Yeah, Chef, let, just come spend a second here. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Chef, you're live on the radio. Everybody in Los Angeles is listening. How you doing, Chef? Yeah. What is this delicious food you brought us? So we have some uh, tomahawk steaks here. Yeah. You know, we have a few sides that, that come with it, that choices, right? 
coleslaw, we have our cheesy corn, our baked beans, our uh, potato salad, uh, mac and cheese, and our seasoned fries. Oh, looks wow. delicious. Wow, tomahawk steaks. Great. Are you for real? I mean, when that steak is done, I'm going to take that bone and I'm going to hit him over the head with it. Dude, <laughs> I, I'm having some of that. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm it. having some of that. Good thing I didn't Thank get myself you. too full with a glizzy. Thank you, right. Chef There Ruben. you go. There you go. Let me know. Okay, Chef Ruben. Sure. Thank you. Thank I'm you, sure Chef Ruben. Thank we'll you. we'll yes, let you know how delicious it is in a moment. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Chef Ruben. So, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max today, they um, they were talking about Austin Reeves because Austin Reeves was balling out, right? right. Austin Reeves has had, had 35 points two games ago, 25 and 11 yesterday, a career high in assists yesterday. But you know what else, George? It's that he's a story now. Right. Because Austin Reeves, it, you know, he just, he's a, a, a Midwestern kind of guy who's, you know, all effort, all the time. Small town in Arkansas with 1,100 people population. Undrafted, yeah. free agent, early in his career. Yeah. And let's face it. Yeah. He's taken on LeBron. He's taken on what, what the team needs in LeBron's absence. Yeah. I mean, if I were to have said to you early in the season. Yeah. Austin Reeves is going to be able to pick it up in the LeBron role. I would have said maybe for like a game here or there. No, but maybe the if kid. he's having like a game of his life, which is possible. And he's a talented kid, but not not what I've seen in back to back games. And honestly, it's more than back to back games. If you really go back since LeBron's been hurt, he has put up good numbers across the board. Nobody would have ever expected this kid to be doing what he's doing. He is, first of all, a, a fine Rob Palinka, Joey and Jesse Buss, who also do the help do the scouting for the Lakers and the scouting department. The Lakers have done for many years a nice job of finding these diamonds in the rough and drafting, etc. So I want to give them their proper due in that regard um, because I get accused of not giving them their proper due. Well, what are you saying? Every squirrel finds a nut every now no, and again? Is I, that what you're saying right I, now? On the contrary. I'm saying they do a really good job in this area. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that's what um, you were saying. No, Sometimes, I, you know, the compliment thing. The complete opposite. Oh. No, I'm not you doing the thing you did to Travis. Well, I was trying to give him a compliment. Yeah. Not really. But they do a really good job no, of not finding really. these diamonds in a rough. I'm talking about you, obviously. The Lakers do a good job of that. So Rob Palinka and Jesse and Joey Buss, everybody deserves a lot of credit there. Austin Reeves continues to be one of those guys. So, so now the question is, they got into the conversation on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max about, well, what do you do when LeBron comes back? And J. Will, who, again, I love J. Will, but J. Will had, let's just call it, a unique perspective on this. Well, do you respect J. Williams? I, of course I respect J. Williams. Why so? Because he was a, an incredible point guard in college, um, was a number two, I believe, draft pick okay. behind Yao Ming. Okay. Um, would have had a budding uh, NBA career and blossoming NBA career had he not had a tragic accident. Okay, so you respect him From as a, an analyst. I respect him as a basketball person. Because yeah. he's a, oh, okay, so he's a basketball person. Yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to establish you respect Jay Williams. Of course I respect him. Okay, and now we're going to hear what he said. Right. Go ahead, Laura, play what he said this morning. Everybody keeps saying, I wanted to set it first, right? Until I started digging down into it. Well, if you, you bring back LeBron, this team can get to the, potentially to the Western Conference Finals. How do you bring back LeBron? Like, the more I sit there and think about it, the more I think about if you bring, when you bring back LeBron in this short period, how in the hell is Austin Reeves supposed to continue to play at this level? The ball's in Austin Reeves' hands a ton. 
you guys know the kind of lather, the kind of rhythm that you get when the ball's in your hand? You increase the amount of possessions, the volume of possessions. I feel way more comfortable with the Rock now. <laughs> when LeBron comes back, and Austin Reeves has been balling. D'Lo has been balling, right? But now you bring LeBron James back, are you going to play LeBron James off the ball? Okay, so he's basically asking, what do you do with LeBron James because Austin Reeves is playing so well? Yeah, what he's saying is Austin Reeves right now is better than LeBron James. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, that's not what he's saying. See, this is the thing that, that I'm sure if he was listening would annoy him. Why? Because that's not what he's saying. It's the way I heard it. Again, this thing with you and the interpretation. I mean, listen, George, all I hear is this. Hey, LeBron James has been hurt. LeBron James hadn't been able to play with this group of guys. LeBron James has been out, but this kid's been bowling. I mean, he's really playing well. On so the now, ball so and now, has, has a chance to have the ball in his hand. Right. So now what you're going to do is you're going to take from him right. when he's on fire to accommodate LeBron James. And what Jason Williams is saying is, right now. Jay. Okay, Jay Williams. Yes. The other guy was Jason Williams. Yeah. Jay Will is saying, tight like that, this kid right here, Austin Reeves, right now with this team, He's better than LeBron. No. That's, that's what he's what saying. saying. He's not what he's saying. What else do we have here? Oh, my gosh. Spring rolls? Spring rolls. It's just oh it, the food goodness. never stops here. So It never stops. Yeah, I, I don't think that's what he's saying. But here's what I would say. Reasonable be people can disagree. And I'm not just talking about you at this point. I was wondering, are you're you not reasonable? Very, you're not very reasonable. Me? Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. But with Jay Williams, what I would say is, you know how you fix that? You just give the ball to LeBron. Because last time I checked, LeBron is still the better ball handler. LeBron is still the guy that makes more plays for himself and for others at that position. And Austin Reeves adjusts to LeBron. Well, I think, again... I mean, would we be having this conversation? I mean, I don't even, like, in all honesty, like, I, I, I was kind of... Like, I get what he's saying because what he's trying to say is, how do you maximize Austin Reeves when LeBron comes back? That's uh, really the conversation uh, he's uh, trying to have. Mm. But the way it's phrased allows for interpretations by dolts like you to yeah. say what you just said. Well, let me tell you something else I'm going to say. Yeah. Here's what else I hear. What, Jay do you hear? what else do you hear? You ready? Hey, look. So when LeBron comes back and everybody has to get out of LeBron's way because you just got to give LeBron the ball and listen to what nope, he says. That's not what the so when that happens, now instead of playing like a team, it's everybody's playing for LeBron rather than LeBron coming back and reintegrating himself into what do you, the team. What is this thing of you playing for LeBron? LeBron is the mo has been one of the most altruistic players on the court since Magic Johnson. Like, What are we talking about here? We're talking about what Jay Williams was saying. No, that's not what Jay Williams said. That's exactly what Jay Williams said. Precisely. Oh my gosh. He said it. I didn't say it. I'm going to call Jay Williams. Call him. Get him on the show. It's late on the East Coast. So what? He can handle it. He's got He's a, a little he kid. Knows, he knows what he said. Baby. He not knows gonna, what he said. Not going to bother him. But um, yeah, I, I don't believe that. But I would just say that you. the answer to that question is you put LeBron James where he's supposed to go and Austin Reeves figures it out from there. I don't think there's any question. Well, a guy and by who, the way, a guy, I, I bet you Austin Reeves would have the same yeah. response. Well, of course he I would. Of course he would. But but a guy who you said that you respected, I do respect, as a basketball but doesn't man. mean I can. I, I have to agree with him. Guy's got a qualified opinion. Okay, but I, a lot of people have qualified opinions about a lot of things, and it doesn't mean I have to agree with them every step of the way. I don't have to be in lock and step every single syllable. Okay. Jay Williams thinks that Austin Reeves is better than no, LeBron James. No, he does it. He does. You're such a dope. It's true. All right, coming up next, we'll continue this discussion. And Sam Darnold, USC's own. Could he have new life? 
with the San Francisco 49ers. We'll tell you what the GM there said in just a moment. We're here at Yamava hanging out. Stick around. We're back in a couple minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, man, because I love this tomahawk steak. Holy moly. Incredible. The hot, we already had one. We already split it up amongst a bunch of people, yes. But thank you. But this tomahawk steak. The food here is just out of control. You got to come to Yamava just for the food. Hey, by the way. By the way, um, I did see, you know who's coming here, Laura, one of your favorite acts. I saw this on the drive-in. You know who? Maluma. Maluma, yeah. I know. Maluma. I said, hey, King, to Cappy like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, let me know, girl. Yeah, hey, listen, Darren Collison is coming out here today, mm -hmm. the former UCLA star, guy who played for just about every NBA basketball team there is. He no, got a lot of perspective. Play that many NBA I teams. played for four or five teams, a guy. I mean, it's Indiana. Well, New Orleans was drafted, traded to Indiana. Yeah, I guess Clippers sack. And back to Indiana. It wasn't that many teams. Anyway, um, you know, Darren Collison was on a UCLA team yeah. um, back in 2006. I think he was a freshman. Yeah, Ben Howland was the coach, I believe. Right, and he backed up a guy named Jordan Farmar. Mm -hmm. And um, and so Darren was on this team that played in a, an all-time UCLA classic in the tournament against Gonzaga. Right. They were down 17. And Adam Morrison from Gonzaga, the kid who had the really ridiculous mustache. Right. That guy was, like, sitting on the ground, like, crying. crying. Yeah. You know? Now, what's interesting about that game is it's there's also a very famous call. We'll play it for you later in the show. Yeah. It was um, our boy Gus. Gus Johnson going crazy. And... He says, you know, Farmar, last chance to dance. And it's Farmar and Morrison both on the floor together. Morrison for Gonzaga, uh, Farmar for UCLA. And if a little bit of research that happened today on the Cappy cast, I'll oh, give credit where wow. credit is due. Do you realize that Jordan Farmar and Adam Morrison then became NBA champions together? Uh, yeah, they were on the Lakers. Both, both 2009 and 2010. Right. Yeah, I know. Against Orlando and Boston. I know you know. Yeah. Smart you asked guy. me the question. I though. know, but it was semi-rhetorical. Oh, well, you should have said that. I know you know. You have a photographic memory when it comes to basketball. You told us that. Yeah. Well, and apparently some other stuff, too, because I told you who Steve McNair was sitting behind. Which me. was very impressive. Yeah. Chris Chandler and, and some Fuhrer. other guy. Who? Will, Will Fuhrer. Fuhrer. Yep. Will Fuhrer. Very good. Anyway, how's that for a story? You know, UCLA 2006, that classic game. UCLA fans know what I'm talking about. This steak is incredible. The tomahawk steak is out of control. Tommy, get some of that. The baked beans, which I am intentionally eating right now. Are you going to fart it up later? A little bit later on. Yeah. I got something for you. Um, anyway, the food here is incredible. Darren Collison's coming out. Right. 
And Monday, yeah. Championship Monday, April 3rd, you and me back here again. Yeah. And I'll wait until tomorrow to announce our special guest for Championship Monday. Okay, sounds good. Now, Linz, speaking of uh, championship-level teams, the Niners, John Lynch, the general manager, apparently is much higher on Sam Darnold than I think some other teams have been recently, right? Yes, it said, uh, what did he, Sam, Sam Darnold, of course, obviously now he's with uh, San Francisco. He was with the, with the Carolina Panthers recently, but he's, uh, he, he says Sam Darnold is craving what we could provide, which is basically a stable organization. He went to the Jets, which is, I mean, let's face it, the Jets, and Carolina, who hasn't been a bad organization, but they were certainly in a strange kind of weird rebuild even though I don't put them in the category of bad organization. No, but Sam Darnold, he, look, everybody ridicules what happens at the Jets. Sam Darnold was a first-round pick, I think a number one overall pick, um, or number two, something like that. He was like a top three pick. Whatever it is. Yeah. Then they go and they get Zach Wilson. Right. They don't know what they're doing when it comes to drafting quarterbacks. Right. Sam Darnold, we are all cheering for this guy because yeah. he's a Southern California kid. And right. Kid who played at SC, obviously. Yeah. So we're all rooting for the guy. And it didn't work out in Carolina right. either. Now you go to San Francisco. You're still only like 24, 25 years old, yeah. Sam Darnold. You're a young right. guy. You got yeah. a lot of football ahead of you. I agree. I have a question, San, though. Real quick. San Francisco presents an opportunity mm -hmm. because Brock Purdy, yeah. they do not know if he's going to be ready for the start of training camp. Right. And uh, Trey Lance is and, also hurt. And Trey Lance is also hurt. Right. And they let Jimmy Garoppolo go. Right. Without exaggeration. Yeah. Sam Darnold should be thinking to himself right now, I literally could be the starting quarterback of the 49ers this year. A team that can go to the Super Bowl. And I just need to not relinquish the job. Let me never give them a chance to take me off the field. Mm -hmm. That could happen. But why was Sam Darnold looked at as a um, stability when he couldn't, you know, he was all over the place in Carolina on well, and no, off no, the no. field. What the, the story is that John Lynch is saying that the Niners could provide stability for Sam Darnold. Okay. That and sense. that's all he needs maybe in his life is not this disaster, right? That makes sense. If Sam, Dar if Sam Darnold is a quarterback of the 49ers and Brock Purdy's your backup quarterback, you'd say, yeah, in the natural order of real football, that's how it's supposed to go. He's a first-round pick. He's the seventh-round you know, seventh guy, Mr. Irrelevant. You know, Trey Lance, nobody ever knew if that guy was ever going to be able to play. But they drafted him on the notion that he had, you ready for this? upside potential right and it what lynch says is that when we were we were looking for a quarterback potentially that year and we looked at him we looked at him hard we liked him then um we couldn't trade up to get there but he says we he's craving what we could provide a, a structure on offense that's tailor-made for his skill set and that's what he's bought into and he says they're very excited about having sam as their guy tell you right now you got sam darnold you got Trey Lance, two right. first-round draft choices, yeah. and then you got Mr. Irrelevant. Right. Two of the three guys are hurt. Right. The one guy is craving what they got, which is a real coach and a real offensive mind, and to your point, organizational stability. Right. You know what? I, I'm rooting for Sam Darnold. I, I don't, listen, there was a guy, and Raider fans will remember this name, Rich Gannon, yep. who traveled around the league for a little bit, right? Minnesota, Kansas City, mm -hmm. eventually lands the Raiders. Years into his career... I'm not saying he's going to have the same Darnold, but I'm just saying, like, this can happen occasionally where a guy who was supposed to be better than he was supposed to be early in his career 
eventually falls into Vinny Testaverde is another perfect example of that. Okay. Vinny Testaverde is actually a better example because Rich Gannon was not a top three pick. Vinny Testaverde was the number one pick in the draft, went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they were the worst organization, not just in football, but you'll know this, yeah. in sports. Yeah. In all of sports. Okay. But there's lots of examples. You know, you look at a guy like Trent Green, yeah. who was a, a seventh round draft choice, who winds up becoming a starting quarterback. And, and if it wasn't for Trent Green getting hurt, we probably don't know who Kurt Warner is today. There and, a lot be a of those, movie. and a lot of those guys yeah. really didn't actually become what they became right. until they were like in their late 20s, early 30s. Right. So Sam, Sam Darnold, is still young. He got a lot, he got a lot to look forward to. Yeah. He he is he is still very young, in my opinion. Did you see this Ozzie Newsome story about um uh about uh, Lamar Jackson? Yeah, about how the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson and, you know, giving him the guaranteed contract and what this has done to football. Well, no, what he said. Oh, then what, no, I didn't. I mean, it has something to do with that, but oh. that's not actually how it's read. We have yeah, the we audio, have the audio. Okay, so where was he? On, what was he talking? He was on the Bernie Kosar podcast. Oh, Bernie Kosar. Cleveland, Cleveland Browns, great. Yeah, Cleveland Alert, yes. All right, play the uh, clip of Ozzie Newsom, Ravens GM there, Laura. Well, you know, I'm always about this. Every club has to do what they have to do with contracts, with drafting. You know, I got enough problems dealing with this club that, you know what, I can't, you know, uh, I don't worry about what other people right. do. But, you know, our owner, you know, did say that, you know, that contract uh, did create some problems. Yeah, now, yeah. what we have to fi figure yeah. out, is that going to be the norm or is that an outlier? And we don't know. So, Ozzie Newsom no longer the GM. He retired right. of the Ravens, but he was their longtime GM. Uh, really created the standard that they have there. And he's basically saying that when Deshaun Watson got that contract, that Steve Bishotti was like, oh, no. Right. This could be problematic for us. Right. Is this an outlier? Is this going to be the norm? So, what he's telling you is he's been thinking about this for a couple of years. Of course. But here's what I'll tell you. Yeah. If I were Now, the stories have already come out that Lamar Jackson doesn't necessarily want a fully guaranteed deal. Um, but what I would say this, if I were Lamar Jackson, well, you know what? You want to do this? You want to role play? Go ahead, Ari. You're Lamar Jackson? I'll be Lamar Jackson. Who am I? Because I'm representing myself. Okay. Me, you know, him and me and mom, but yeah. I'll just speak for myself in this case. Am I the owner of the Ravens? Yeah. Okay. All I'm right. Steve Biscotti. Biscotti. Yeah, him too. Yeah. All right. All right, you ready? Yeah. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm doing well. Lamar, how are you? So I want to talk about my contract negotiation. Before you do, I want to tell you, I freaking love your hair, man. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Um, so let's talk about the contract. So what, what's your big issue? Look, Lamar, this moron over here who owns the Cleveland Browns, yeah. he gave this kid, Deshaun Watson, a guaranteed contract. Mr. Haslam. Yeah, he's, he's, he was that desperate, and he did it. Right. And that's not the way the NFL works. Right. Okay. So we don't fully guarantee contracts, and the main reason we don't do it is because guys get hurt all the time. Yeah. And so you really don't have incentive to come back and play necessarily when everything's guaranteed. Well, Mr. Bishotti, what I would say is, you know, like, in life, things evolve, and we can't always do things the way it used to be done because if not, we'd never have uh, evolution, basically, within our lives. Yeah, I mean, I understand evolution, and I understand, like, the history of it all and, you know, the sort of the biblical side and then the scientific side. I mean, well, I understand and just, and just evolution. Right? Like, things evolve. Oh. Right? Technology evolves. Not, not in the NFL. We make up the rules as we go along, kid. Yeah, but I don't think we can do that. Uh, uh, so here's what I would say. You know what my biggest issue is? Tell me, Lamar is that they gave Deshaun Watson a fully guaranteed deal, and I know you don't love that, right? No, I don't. So the way I look at it is this. Before, a year before they, that 
they gave Deshaun Watson that deal. I was the MVP of the league. You remember that? I do. Congratulations. Mazel tov. That was a great year. Yeah, yeah. And then you had a chance to extend me then. Yeah. And at that point, there hadn't been a fully guaranteed deal, and you didn't do it. That's right. You guys didn't. chose not to extend me. That is true. So because you chose not to extend me, then my contract expired, and now I'm at market. So, and in between there... Deshaun Watson got a fully guaranteed deal. So had you probably paid me after I won the MVP and extended me then before this fully guaranteed deal, you'd be in a better position. We'd all be happy, and we'd all be singing Kumbaya together. I don't think that'd be the case. I actually think you'd be coming back to me now after this fully guaranteed contract saying, you know what, I know we had wow, just got a new contract. Wow, is that what you think of me? And I'll tell you something else I think about you. Yeah. I think that you were healthy enough to play for us in the postseason this year. And you chose not to come back as a protest. Wow, so that's guess really what? disrespectful, well, sir. Well, I mean, yeah, it is, perhaps. But you know what? Quarterbacks are a dime a dozen. Are they a dime a dozen? They are. They just they get replaced all the time. Yeah? They do. How many of those actually win MVPs and win, champ win championships? Well, we haven't exactly won a championship yet. You see what I'm saying? Right, but I have an MVP, and we've been on the cusp of winning a championship. four years ago, and you yeah. keep getting hurt. Yeah. So that was look, not four years ago. It was 2019, wasn't it? It was not four. I mean, it was, it's been three. All right, it's been three two seasons. seasons removed. All I'm saying is this. I love you, kid. Yeah. I think you're great. I love your mom. I think she's awesome. I have nothing but respect for you for being able to negotiate your own deal. Yeah. But you're not getting a fully guaranteed contract from me. I don't. What if I don't want a fully guaranteed contract, but you're still offering me only $140 million guaranteed, which, by the way, is less than what the Giants gave Daniel Jones. Do you think I'm better than Daniel Jones? I do. Okay, then you should pay me better than Daniel Jones. I agree. But I don't like what's going on here. I don't like the fact that you protested last season. How do you know I protested? What are you talking about? I was hurt. I don't believe that. Okay, well, then we're done here. Yeah, How about you just trade me? Doesn't. Well, I don't have to really trade you. Okay, well, I'm not going to play for you, then. That's fine. Yeah, because maybe, you're just being completely disrespectful now. Wow, what about you to me? No. You're I being have, disrespectful to me. I own this team. You so, work for me. So what? I don't, own, I don't work for anybody anymore. I'm a free agent. Oh, all right. Well, good luck. All right, see you later. That has been another edition of Sedano and Cap Theater, and yeah. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Make no mistake. I mean, we really bring it to life. That is what is happening behind closed doors. I mean, I'm sure it is. Yeah. That is, like, almost to the T what is happening. Um, you know, listen, and maybe sometimes you need someone who can be a good mediator, right? Don't I know it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Christopher. Uh, I'm not going to Metal Arc. You know, I also really like the name Blair. And I, I don't, do and I don't, I don't, dis I don't really have an issue like Blair guy, Blair girl. Like I have a friend, Blair Golden. Shout out to you, girl. Sells houses up in Calabasas. And I got my boy, Blair Cannon, down in San Diego, South, South L.A., you know. And he's a dude who swam from Catalina to L.A. You want to swim 28 miles? That's a long way. Yeah, you way. told me about this dude. Yeah, but there are two names of Blair, guy and a girl. I love the name Blair. There's a lot of... Um, well, Blair Underwood, right? L.A. Law? That's correct. Yeah, remember that? You like that show? I don't watch L.A. Law. I, I haven't in a really long time. Corbin Burnson? Yeah. He was also in Major League. He was the third baseman. That's right. Roger Dorn? Very good. Again, photographic memory. Mm -hmm. This uh, steak that we're having is called a machete steak. It's delicious. Machete steak. Mach machete. I, I can't machete. have enough. Machete. 
Machete steak. I can't have enough of this. It is unbelievable. Oh the steak God. here at Yamava. So good. Machete. It's not even on the menu yet. It's on the menu next month. Oh, really? At Pines at the steakhouse? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. All right, Linz, go ahead. All right, so MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred set out new rules to teams that could get bat boys and bat girls fired for being too slow. A memo distributed to MLB teams yesterday said, in part, quote, new standards will be enforced for bat boys and bat girls whose ability to quickly retrieve equipment will help efforts to speed up the game. The league, of course, is going to now evaluate the bat boys and bat girls' performances, and they're going to ask teams to replace them if their performance is considered substandard. Right. What? Do you agree with Rob Manfred making this a new rule? Swipe left or swipe right, Aren't Sedano? Aren't kids? I'm swiping left. Aren't yes. they like teenagers, basically? Yes. What are we doing here? Like, I get, look, speeding up, the rules about speeding up the game, I'm totally fine on, but it's like crazy. Oh, oh by the way, can we pause here? Kansas State, Michigan State, 82-80, Kansas State, 27 seconds to go, three-pointer on the way, no good for Kansas State. Rebound Michigan State here, Cappy. This game's coming down to the wire. Yeah. Michigan State can take the lead or tie. They call timeout. All right, so Tom Izzo wants to talk this thing over. 19.7 seconds to go. The madness is continuing. Kansas State is the three-seed, has a two-point lead against the seven-seed Michigan State. We got Big 12 versus Big 10 here. Very good. Very, very good job, George. Go ahead, Linz. Well, here, Lindsay, let me jump in here and say this. So, Major League Baseball wants their game to move faster. If the ball boys and ball girls are slowing down that process, fire these little punks. Okay? Get rid of them. What the hell is wrong with you? Let me tell you what's wrong with That's me. That's a terrible idea. Let me tell you what you do. You go to all those kids who are at Wimbledon, and you know those kids that go and they, they grab get the, the balls? balls yeah. yeah, right, because they, they're standing down by the net, and yeah. then somebody needs them. Somebody, somebody got to go grab those balls, and you go and you grab them. Those kids are fast at Wimbledon. They are fast. So if you need to fire the ball boy or the go ball hire girl. the ones from Wimbledon? Go get the Wimbledon what ball about, boys. I mean, that's kind of far in London. What about the kids like the, the U.S. Open here? Well, you know what? Um, have a, a ball boy, ball girl, like, draft. You know, have a have a, a combine. combine. Yeah. You know, have a full on combine for these kids. And if you can't cut it, hey, listen, this is pro sports, baby. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. My dad is probably listening. If he is, shout out to your dad. Shout My out. dad was a ball boy for the Cleveland Indians when they were still the Cleveland Indians, and he said that. How he got that job was by writing in an essay to the team about why he wants to be. The ball boy, bat boy, whatever they called him back then. And he won it three years in a row. And those are some of like the most cherished memories of his life. But he oh. got it based on an essay. But he was so, probably good. He was probably pretty good at it, though. I mean, I'm sure he was if they kept picking him. But still, like, I mean, these kids are just retrieving bats and, and fly balls. Kids. Like, what? You ever think that maybe nobody else wrote an essay other than your father and that's why he won it three years in a row? Uh, I mean, that's a possibility, I mean, but I possible. doubt it. Yeah, it was published possible, in the newspaper, which back then everybody read that. Okay, well. Just saying. Look, if the ball boy and ball girl aren't doing the job, this is pro sports. This isn't the minor leagues. This isn't single A. This isn't independent ball. So you're saying that they need to go through, like, the minor leagues before they get to the majors? That's these exactly right. These yeah. ball kids? There's a gentleman sitting right over here, George, at Yamava, mm -hmm. who's a CIF football official. Yeah. Okay? And this gentleman the is trying to— The guy with the glasses? No, the guy with the cool hat. Yeah, oh, okay. the glasses. That guy's trying to become an NFL official. He's working his way up mm -hmm. the ladder. Yeah. Why do ball boys and ball girls not have to work their way up? Because they're ball boys and ball girls. They're kids. Ooh, they're so sweet. They're kids. I had kids. If my kid was a bad ball boy, fire him. Cappy, I would not want to be on your team if you were, like, in a volunteer as a coach. You know, to kid, to like coach well, I kid's benched my daughter team. in the fourth quarter of a game. So well, I his own kid. Well, He's do, way worse than I am. I feel like you'd do that too, Cappy. Yeah, if they're not performing, got to teach her. Yeah, but a ball boy and ball girl are not essential to the game. Right, and therefore they should not be seen or slow the game down. 
Right. How many times do you have, does that happen, though? You I don't know. You know. see on, like, the spring training videos where, like, the girls out in the, the outfield are taking a, yeah, their good know. old time. I really don't know. I don't think it has any effect on the game anyway. Um, I'd more, like to be on the committee to evaluate them, though. I'll tell you that right now. You should. You should ask for that. Write oh, into that them. Steak Write them delicious. in essay. Delicious, right? You know there's a calzone here with chicken on it. Yeah, chicken and garlic. Garlic chicken. I can't have the carbs. I'm going to have a little bit of that. That's the I only can't. carb I'm really going to have. I can't have that. I did have one French or two French fries, though. You did have a sip of a milkshake. I'm on. Oh, si- I've had a sip of the milkshake. I'm not even touching it. Yeah. It's delicious. Can I As whack you fact, guys over the head with this, uh, this bone from the steak? Yeah, what about it? You want to take it home to Chewy? No, I want to. No. No, you crazy. I, I want to Chewy's whack you small. over the head with it. Yeah. Why? So I can finish Radio Tinder. Oh, oh go yeah, ahead. go ahead. Sorry, Lindsay. Okay, so the SEC, which is the Security and Exchange Commission, announced charges today against eight celebrities for illegally promoting Bitcoin, TRX, and other types of cryptocurrency without disclosing that they were paid for it. So among those celebrities were Lindsay Lohan, Jake Paul, Akon, Lil Yachty, uh, and... Lil Yachty? Yep, yep. And adult film star Kendra Lust. They were all among the big names who agreed to pay a $400,000 settlement for their involvement in a shady crypto scheme. Will we ever see celebrities promote any type of crypto or NFTs ever again? Swipe well, left or swipe right? I, yeah, I think swipe right. I think you will. It's just a matter of just if you just say, hey, yeah, I'm a paid endorser. I mean, when I'm sitting here, look, now I've said this on the air. I don't take on a lot of endorsements. When I take on the people that I take on, I need to know them personally. Cappy's the same way, where it's like Jacob and Ronnie and I, we're good. We text all the time. We talk all the time. Same thing with a Honest Abe from Fullerton Ford, the Tequila Mandala guys, and I. You can ask Jason Roberts, one of our sales guys. Before I met them, I said I want to have dinner with them. Forget about the product. I just want to meet them as people first. So I think that it, if you're going to endorse something, people should know clearly you're getting paid for it. Like I don't think there's that's unreasonable to ask. But if I'm a celebrity. I'm Tom Brady or Giselle or anybody else that got caught up in that whole NXT thing. Is that what it's called? NXT? <laughs> right? Like the wrestling FTX. league? NXT is the, yes, is the wrestling FTX, league. What's the yeah. name of this FTX, thing? FTX, yes. FTX? All right. That's just one of the few that there was a shady situation. Listen, I, I, I endorsed the product. I put my name out there. I was connected to it. By the way, I was getting paid in cryptocurrency. And you know what? It turned into a disaster. So I'll still endorse your product, but I want to get paid in real cash. Yeah. By the way, Michigan State, we missed it while we were talking about this. Uh, tied the game. They're now going into overtime. Kansas State, Michigan State, starting off OT right now, tied at 82. The three versus the seven. Very nice job, George. Yep. Very nice. Way to keep us all up to speed. All right, what's next? Do we have time for one more, Laura? Yeah, yeah, we got time for okay. one more. Yeah. All right, this is a little controversial, but I feel like it's very interesting. More than a million California students could get access to condoms at school with no questions asked. Under a bill introduced this year, students in California would uh, be would have access to them to prevent and reduce unintended pregnancies and sexually transmitted diseases. The law would also prohibit retail establishments from refusing to sell condoms to customers based on their age. Obviously, uh, you know, they say that allowing kids to have free condoms in schools is one of the most effective ways to get the contraception into the hands of the people who need it the most. Is this a good idea? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? Ooh. Is this a good idea? It's an easy one for me. So I've got three daughters, and I really don't want anybody, like, going near them, but I understand the reality of the situation. What's the kid's name with uh, Julia? Nick the Stick. Nick Nick the the Stick. stick. Also, if I can throw in a caveat, they said that all of their research shows that providing free condoms does not increase sexual activity. Correct. Okay. 
So basically, uh, it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, I know it is. That's right. So you might as well, if you're going to do it, you might as well protect yourself. Right. Not sure. just from pregnancy, but from yeah. STD. Yeah. Do you want to be a grandpa yet? No, I no, no, I don't. I don't. Um, so I'm, Although I'm, I feel like you as grandpa will be just, oh, be just hilarious. Oh, I'm yes. going to be awesome. I'm going to be an awesome grandfather, but I need about 10 more years before I'm ready for any of that. You know what I'm Fair saying? Fair enough. So I'm, I'm pro-contraception. Yeah. I'm not anti the school giving it to them. It's just a little like, gosh, really? Like, you don't have to ask any questions. Like when little Johnny walks into my office and he goes, yo, Mr. Kaplan, can I get one of them condoms? Why? No, no, no. It's no questions asked. I know. But who you with? You know, like I wouldn't help. Because no, you're, you, you, you're a gossip. Yeah. That's a yenta. You're a yenta. Yeah. They're yeah. going to have dispensers yeah. in the school. I'm, I'm going to swipe right. Listen, I'm, I was just going to cite the study you cited. It doesn't, it doesn't make them more promiscuous. It literally is just there for protection. And that's what they need from pregnancy, especially as, at, at that age. And, cer- and certainly from STDs. Like, it's no There's issue. a machine? Yeah, that's what they do. It's like a dispenser. Because yeah. my, my daughter created this thing in her school. I'll brag for a second. Where um, there's, like, female products in, right. a, like, a vending machine yeah. Yeah, yeah. in her school. Right. Well, those are in every female, like, women's bathrooms. Yeah. Well, she did this at her school. What can Good I tell for her. You? Yeah, they passed a law, I think, last year where it's they're, they're free in, like, every public women's restrooms now in this whole state. Yeah. Big three by Michigan State. They take an 87-84 lead with 320 to go in overtime against Kansas State. An upset brewing right now, the seven versus the three. The promotions department here at 710 has gone completely crazy on the machete stick. Yeah, as right. they should. I told they them, have go just, get it. They've decided they are taking this thing down. Oh, I didn't even see Crypto Ray is here. Yeah, he is. There he is. Very athletic brave, guy, Crypto Ray. <laughs> brave the elements. He braved the elements. A very athletic guy. Yeah. Crypto Ray. Yeah. Um, I'd say, are we done, Linz? Yeah, we are done with yeah. Radio Tinder. We're going to get the Calzone next. We're going to get in there. You just got to take it. We got to take a break. All right, coming up next, Balake. Oh, nice. We're going to talk Dodger baseball and a little bit of Angel baseball, too, because of the World Baseball Classic. Okay. Uh, with Blake Harris, our Dodger insider, he joins us next from Yamala. Walking down the street, pretty woman. You just had the calzone, but you didn't eat the bread. I'm impressed. How I, was I, it? I, a little piece just to taste it. How was it? The bread is delicious. Yeah, dude. It's why I, it's so dangerous. So I had the, I had the, the chicken inside, the garlic mixed mm. in there. Um, the spinach, the tomatoes, the cheese. How's your breath then, right now with the garlic? Because Darren mean, Collison's coming. You're going to gas him down or what? It's fine. I got this. Uh, oh, the shake. shake's going to get yeah. rid of it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Anybody carrying any gum? You are? All right, I do. Yes. I have it in my backpack. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, when I ripped a piece of the crust, the yeah. calzone crust. Oh. See? But I, I just did a little piece just to taste what it would. And it's it. It, because it's got all the goodness yeah, inside. I know. You know, like soaked all, in the garlic, the, yeah. all of it, the the, the 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 spinach, the tomato. Oh, it tastes delicious. All right, I'm gonna have a piece then, but I'm gonna do it have the way it. you did. I, I have not right. had any carbs. Pick it out. Look at that. Yeah. Look at all my carbs I sitting agree. there. That's it. That's all. I've had that and two French fries. Well, and I had an egg roll. Okay. But egg roll, I mean, the the carb is very thin. Not like my my little cheat so far today has been the baked beans. Oh, and I had this. I had like uh, you know what am I had this? I'm almost milkshake. Ha- yeah, I've had like two thirds or a third of the milkshake. Yeah, baked beans were on fire. Yeah, amazing. That's carbs. It is, and there was probably some kind of honey or something sweet in there. Yeah. Plus there was like half a pig of bacon. Right. The food yeah. has been incredible. Come yeah. to Yama, but you're gonna eat. You're gonna eat well. And we're gonna be here again yeah. on April third, Monday for Championship Monday. Right. And I'm not gonna say it today. I'll say it tomorrow. Who our special guest is for Championship Monday. Right. Now, tomorrow, are you off tomorrow? I'm gone, yeah, yeah. You're gone. You're out of here. Yep. And you're off all next week. I'll see you uh, on Championship Monday. So, tomorrow I'm working with Andy Kamenetsky mm-hmm. on AK. Monday. 
On Monday, yeah. I'm working with Beto Duran, yeah. BD. Yeah. Then I think Tuesday with Beto Duran. Yeah. Then I think Wednesday there's a Laker game. Yeah. I think yeah. Thursday. Uh, there's th two Laker games in there. Yeah. yeah. Beto's here all the, the days we have shows. Okay, Beto Duran. Yeah, Beto Duran tomorrow, AK, and then Beto Duran when there's no Lakers. See, Beto Duran and myself had mimosas before the pickleball event, George. Now, I don't know if you know that I drank a mimosa before the pickleball event. Yeah. And if you did... I did not. Okay, because I don't want you to come back to me like, hey, you are drinking before the pickleball event. I didn't. No, I know you didn't. Yeah. But I did. I mean, you did what you had to do. Yep. All right. Uh, by the way, Big E from the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust says... At Sedano, at Scott Kaplan. They gave out runners in my high school in the mid-90s. Nothing new. That was from our uh, radio Tinder conversation about condoms. Oh, they did? Yeah. Did he say runners? Yeah. That's the word he used? Runners? Yeah. Not prophylactic? No. I think he meant to say rubbers. Oh, rubbers, but he had the NN. Is the N next to the B? Yeah. On the keyboard? Or it could have just been an autocorrect. Well, that could be true. Yeah. He could have put rubbers and it turned into runners. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow... Blake is there. We have been talking nonsense for five minutes. Yep. And Blake has been saying, Blake, I'm sorry. Blake Harris, our Dodger insider, baseball insider. Follow him on Twitter at Blake H. Harris, two H's, on Twitter. Subscribe to his Substack. The man's doing the Lord's work when it comes to Dodger coverage there and his podcast, Inside the Ravine. All right, so enough of uh, what we've been talking about. James Outman, going to make the roster according to Dave Roberts. Is he starting, in your opinion, or should he? First off, guys, I always love every week whenever I hop on. You guys are always in some sort of random conversation that is nowhere near about sports, and I always love it. So it's always fun uh, tuning in to hear what you guys are uh, always talking about right before I come on. But yeah, uh, right, yeah we'll no, take a left turn and go, hey, talk baseball. Yeah, <laughs> right. Let's let's talk. Let's add some baseball in this hour-long talk about anything else. But uh, you know, James Outman, he makes the roster, which is fantastic news. You know, we've been advocating for him all off season. Now, will he be a starter on opening day? That's a great question. That's up to Dave Roberts. If I were to guess, I think it's going to go to some of the veterans. So I don't think he'll be in there next Thursday. But if the Dodgers, you know, see enough these next few days, maybe, I think maybe he gets that nod. But I'm just really happy for him that he's able to crack the roster because there was a part of me that had a little doubt that it would go somewhere else just because he is still so young. But obviously the Dodgers saw what he's done all spring, and they want to win. So let the James Outman era begin. Before you go, Cappy, I just want to update people on what's going on. There's an official review going on in the K-State-Michigan State game. It's 94-92, incredibly high-scoring game in overtime. Their Michigan State got fouled. Um, it was a loose ball foul when they shot a three-pointer, so they want to make sure, official review, if it uh, happened before or after he took the shot. Uh, but right now, Michigan State trailing by two, and people, oh, I see what they're reviewing. They're reviewing to see whose foul it's on um, because a guy ran into a screen. Uh, a guy from K-State ran into Mich a Michigan State guy setting a screen. So it's going to be a block or a charge here. And I'm trying to – yep, it looks like it's going to be a block. or ra Excuse me, yeah, a block. So it's going to be two shots here for Michigan State to try to tie the game. 42.8 seconds to go in overtime. Go ahead, Cappy. Blake, are you watching this game? Because if you're not, you just now know every detail as to what's going on. That's like some Kevin Harlan detail right there. I was going to say, I'm glad that George has given the play-by-play -play because I came into the bedroom now. My girlfriend and I were watching the game in the living room. My girlfriend has Kansas State 
in the championship game for her bracket. So this is a huge game for her. So, yeah, I've been watching, but the second, you know, I got the call, I had to come into the room. But, yeah, if George wants to keep giving him play-by-play, hell, we don't have to talk Dodgers. We can talk what happens in these last 30 seconds if you guys even won. Here we go. We've got, oh, the Michigan State kid missed the second oh, free throw. 94-93. Hold on, Balake. Under 40 seconds to go. Kansas State crossing the timeline here. They're guarding him right at the logo. He gets to the right wing. Now a handoff to the guard there. Out back to Ooh. the point guard. Almost lost it there on the left wing. He dribbles it back out towards the logo. 25 seconds left. Uh, 10 seconds to shoot here. 12-second differential. Ooh. He shoots it from the logo and air ball Kansas State. Ooh. So Michigan State will have 17.2 seconds to go. Oh, no, they're saying he tipped it? Are they saying that somebody tipped the ball? Oh, they're going to review it. They're going oh to review to see these reviews if are somebody the game. got a finger on the ball. Because if Ugh. Michigan State got a finger on the ball, it's going to be Kansas State ball with four and a half seconds left on the shot clock. Let's look. Here's the re here's the replay. Oh, yeah, he touched it. Did he touch the ball? He touched ball? the ball. I couldn't see he there. He touched the ball. Yeah? The Michigan State player touched the ball. By the way, what is this kid from Kansas State doing shooting well, from half court? He's their best player. But from half court? Uh, I mean, he's got range. I don't know about that kind of range. I mean, come on. Steph's not shooting see. from that far out. Let me see. Did he get Watch a hand in Touched the it. Yeah, it looked like his finger tipped back. Yep. Yeah. Watch um, the rotation of the ball right there. See the difference right there? Do you see that, George? You see how the ball's rotating backward? Then right there, there's a split second. Yeah, yeah. See, only guys like me with, like, the really trained eye yeah. can see yeah. that sort of deal. Yeah. So, anyway, they'll review to see if Michigan State touched it, and that's why it was an air ball. If it was, then Kansas State will have the ball with four and a half seconds left on the shot clock, 17.2 on the game clock. Uh, right. While they review that, go ahead. Ask All right, Balake, do me this favor. You ready? Yep. Go through it. the Dodgers starting pitching. Let's hear you go through five. The first five. Yeah, because because honestly, beyond Urias and Kershaw, I want to know what you're going to say. Yeah, it's going to be Julio Kershaw, one, two. Then it's three. I'm guessing Dustin May at four, Noah Syndergaard. And at number five, it looks like it's going to be either Ryan Pepio or Michael Grove. They still haven't made a decision as to who that fifth guy is going to be. If, uh, if I was a betting man, which I am, I'm going to put money down on Ryan Pepio to uh, be the number five starter. Now, it should be. I posted an article on this yesterday on the Substack, so if you guys want to go uh, subscribe to that, by all means do it. It should be Gavin Stone. Gavin Stone is the name the Dodgers fans need to start uh, remembering. This is a guy, he's not going to be in the rotation to start the year, but this is a rookie who I honestly think not only could be a rookie of the year candidate if he comes up and has enough start. He could be a potential Cy Young candidate within the next three seasons. That's how good this guy is. So wow. he won't be getting the start next week. But this is the guy, again, Dodgers fan. Remember the name, Galvin Stone. Remember that uh, Blake Harris told you about this on, uh, what, March 23rd of uh, 2023. While the guys were at Yamava Casino discussing Michigan State, Kansas State basketball. All right. Well, well I mean, we'll hold you to that. That's impressive uh, potential there. Now, let's give you an update. Kansas State will have the ball. Uh, because they have deemed it off Michigan State on the on a partial block, right? So he tipped the ball on the way up. So it's 94-93. There's 4.7 seconds left on the shot clock, 17.4 on the game clock. So they added two-tenths of a second. And now another timeout on the floor. Come on, man. Let's go <laughs> while we're young. Yeah, so Michigan State has one timeout Boy. left. Kansas State has two. Um, Kansas State is in the double bonus. It is Kansas State ball, just so you know. Michigan State will be in the double bonus if there's another foul. Go ahead, Cappy. All right, so, Blake, you went through the Dodgers' starting rotation. Here's the question now. You feel pretty good about that starting rotation? Yeah. What do you think? 
<laughs> uh, I feel pretty good about the first two guys in that starting rotation, but outside of that, you know, I think I think this is something we've talked about this offseason, guys, is that there's the potential for this one through five to be pretty solid. But there are so many question marks. I mean, honestly, outside of Julio, I mean, Kershaw, you can question his health. Dustin May, you can question his health. Noah Syndergaard, you can question his health. Obviously, Tony Gonsolin is going to be out for an extended period of time, so you don't know what exactly you're going to get with number five. So if the Dodgers do have a weakness, if there is a reason the Dodgers struggle for the first few months of the season or, you know, don't even win the division, it's probably going to be because of the start and rotation because uh, not, not too great, guys. Not too great. I don't believe what's going on here. So now, yeah. Uh, so mean, basically, they were about to set up again, Kansas State to inbound with 4.7 seconds left on the shot clock, 17.4 on the game clock. And Kansas State now decided to call a timeout. I mean, I'll quote uh, a friend of mine. timeouts. I'll, I'll quote a friend of mine who says things when he gets exhausted. He says things like, for the love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. I mean, listen. Let's play ball. You're trying to advance to the Elite Eight, bro. It's not like, I get it. Like, I, 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 I get it. I get that, you know, you want it to end, but it hasn't ended yet. Well, I mean, it's not that I want it to end. Right. I, listen, if anything, I want it to go to double overtime. So, yeah, we're trying some of that, Tony. Yeah, yeah, get, keep that there, Tony. Yeah. Keep those there. We're good there. Um, so, Blake, then let me ask you this. We were talking earlier about, uh, well, most of this week, like most people, about the WBC and, you know, Otani and Trout and... I just look at this Angels team, and Cappy, I thought I, I agree with Cappy. He had this point of maybe they should trade them all, both at this point. Um, I, I know that they Trout would have to approve it, and I know that the owners said they're not going to trade Otani at the moment. But what, what do you do if you're the Angels in this spot? Yeah, first I think with Mike Trout, I think if he wanted out, he would have asked for out by now. But I actually think he just wants to play out his career there, which props to him if that's the case. If I'm the Angels and you have Shohei Otani right now, especially coming off this WBC, I am trading him. I'm putting him on the block. I am saying we are going to accept the highest bidder, and you get him out of there because I, I still do not see any possibility that right, Shohei time out, resigns Blake. with time the out, Angels. Blake. Time out, oh. time out, Blake. Oh. Time out, time out. Hold on, hold on. So Kansas State on the inbound hit a quarter, oh. thir- quarter shot, a long two, a foot on the line, 96-93, uh, there is how much time left on the on on the game clock? I don't know. Was there eleven seconds? Can anybody yeah. see? It looked like it was about ten or eleven seconds <laughs> left, and Michigan State has taken their Beautiful. last timeout as they're down three. But go ahead, Blake. So Mike oh, Trout would have asked that, but you're saying they need to trade Otani because we said this. I'm I'm curious if you agree that he's not going to have more value than he has at the current moment. He had yesterday. Yeah, you you trade him because you could probably get. I know he only has one year left on his contract. But you could probably get any sort of package you want because he's the best player in baseball. So, yeah, if I'm the Angels, unless you legitimately believe you can win it all this season, which I just don't think they have the team to do so, you see what teams have to offer. And if you put them on the block and you don't like what teams have to offer you, you don't have to accept it. But what if someone offers you a Juan Soto type of package? And then I think you have to accept it. So I think the Angels would be stupid if they didn't uh, entertain trading Shohei Otani this season. All right, Blake, before you go, George, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see ESPN? The top 100 players in baseball. Did you see this? I did not know. So then they break it out into the top 10, of course, right? Do you guys realize that between the Dodgers, who have two players, the Padres, who have two players, and the Angels, who have players one and two, Otani and Trout, 
between the three baseball teams in all of the mega market. They have six of the top ten. Six of the top ten players yeah. play here in Southern California. I mean, it's pretty insane when you think about it, right? That the, the, the dearth of talent that there is here in, in baseball in general, but in the major league level. All right, we got the final play here, I think. 12.5 seconds to go. Michigan State to inbound in the front court. They get it to the right wing, up top to Hauser. They kick it to the right wing, dribble to the elbow, kick back out to the logo. They oh try to shoot a three, get stripped. Ball is on the floor. Kansas State is going to get it, and they are going to run this thing out. They throw the layup up. It's going to be good. It's going to count. Kansas State gets the victory, 98-93, and they are dancing to the Elite Eight in an overtime victory. The three beats the seven in the East Regional at Madison Square Garden in New York City. That was a terrible Beautiful. finish by Michigan State, who could not <laughs> even get a ball, uh, couldn't even get a shot off uh, got stripped ultimately, uh, couldn't seem to pass the ball around, couldn't get any kind of movement for a Tom Izzo-led team to come out of a timeout, and that's all you got. Pretty disappointing for Michigan State. And Blake, your girlfriend's bracket is alive. Yeah. It's, it's alive, and it's looking good. She's got UCLA and Kansas State in that title game. So I told her, I said, I, I couldn't tell you any people that have Kansas State in their title game. So if the Wildcats continue this run, uh, she might be looking at a pretty hefty payday when it comes to our bracket winnings. There you go. All right, so what do you make of the top ten list, the six of the top ten being here? Look, the Padres and Dodgers are going to be in this thing, right? But, like, if you're the Angels and you have the two best players, what, what if you were looking at the Angels, okay, let's say they, you, they, they stay true to word, right? They're not going to trade Otani, at least not right now. What is that team lacking in your estimation? Because over the years, they've lacked pitching. Uh, historically, in most right. recently. Last year, even though they had been a good hitting team in previous years, they lacked timely hitting. They also got struck by the injury bug. So what are they lacking right now? Yeah, I, I mean, it's tough to say because I definitely think they went and they improved their pitching this offseason. You know, they added old Dodger Tyler Anderson. I think the Angels made a couple of good moves. The problem is it's just there are just other teams in their division and the American League that are so much better than them where I do think this is the best Angels team they've had in, you know, six, seven, eight years whenever the last time they made the playoffs was. The only issue is, you know, they're probably the third, maybe even the fourth best team in their division. So I think they're going to be better than they were last year. But anytime you have guys like Trek, it still blows my mind that they have probably you can make the case the two best players in all of baseball and they're still as bad of a team as they are. It just goes to show that baseball is the biggest team sport there is out there, and it doesn't matter what kind of talent you have. you got to have guys one through nine that can contribute. J-Mart just tweeted in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, J-Mart 814, Angels will have a better record than the Dodgers this year. Remember this tweet, Ooh. exclamation point. All right, yeah. we'll get Ooh. to that another time. Blake Harris, our Dodger and baseball insider here on the show. Follow him on Twitter, at Blake H. Harris. Subscribe to his Substack, the Blake Harris Substack. And, of course, Inside the Ravine is the podcast. Blake, we broke the clock mostly because of Michigan State and Kansas State, but we'll blame you too. So thanks for joining us. <laughs> I'll take the blend, guys, and uh, make sure you guys tell someone in the community that's there right now to have a beer in my honor. Oh, that's right. right. You got it, bud. All right, thank you. You're listening to KSBN Los Angeles, KRDC Pasadena. We're at Yamaba. Sedano and Cap rolls on. One more hour to go here on 710 ESPN.